Chris Bowers with Botic van der Sandskulp. Is that as close as is reasonable? Yeah, it's it's quite correct. Uh, it's a tough name, so a lot of people have problems with it, but uh, yeah, it seems right. People are getting used to you. I mean, we've been aware of your name for a while, but since the US Open last year, you've been a major figure on the ATP Tour. How has life changed for you since the US Open? Yeah, first of all, I, I yeah I changed a little bit in the rankings. Yeah, I climbed up the rankings and uh, yeah started to play a different tour. Um, normally, I was playing on the Challenger Tour, and now I'm I'm competing at the ATP Tour. So yeah, it's it's a diff- different events, different people, and uh, yeah, I have to say like this year, it's like getting to know everyone and getting to know the, the tournaments and stuff. But it's uh, it's going quite all right. So yeah, I think I fit in quite nicely. What's the biggest difference between playing on the Challenger circuit and playing on the full tour? Yeah, I think level from the first match on is uh, it's a little bit higher than on the Challenger Tour. Uh, normally, you can grow in the tournament a little bit more. You play more matches. So yeah, I think that's a, that's a big difference. And uh, but how does that show itself? I mean, is it shots that would go for winners on the Challenger circuit come back? Is it that you you have no time to settle? What are the practical differences? Yeah, I think on the. On the ATP door, tour, you play like guys in the top 100. You play them directly in the first round, and yeah, with the Challenger Tour, it's it's a little bit different. You play guys who are 250 or 200 or 150 in the first round, and when you go on in the tournament, you yeah, you normally play guys who are maybe close to top 100 or in the top 100. So yeah, you can get like a little bit of confidence during the tournament before you met those guys. And how does that affect the way you prepare for matches? Uh, yeah, in the beginning, it is. Yeah, you have to be like, you have to be there uh, from the start of the tournament. Uh, didn't do something else than I did on the Challenger Tour, um, but it's just for your mind. It's a little bit different, uh, at least for me. Um, yeah, because you know you have, you have a tough task in the first round, and you have to be 100%. And sometimes in the in the Challengers, you could come away if you were like 95% or something. Did you lose a couple of matches after the US Open because you were still adjusting to the intensity of the full tour? Yeah, I went uh, I went to Indian Wells and, and lost there in the I qualified there and lost in the first round. Um, Antwerp and I lost in the second round, but at least I won won a couple of matches in the tournament. Um, and yeah, from there on I made semis and, and quarters. So yeah, for me it went quite alright I think. I mean, you were the qualifier king last year. You qualified for all four of the majors and various other tournaments. Now you don't need to qualify. Do you miss the qualifying tournaments? Uh, no, I don't miss it at all. No, I don't miss it at all. Um, of course, you, you go in a tournament a little bit different. Like, you, you won already three matches and, and the confidence is, is different. Um, but yeah, now you can play a tournament before the slam. So I think that's a little bit better than, uh, than to play qualifying. How did you start playing tennis? My mom and brother used to play. Um, so I always went to the, to the tennis courts with my mother um, because she had to bring away my brother. Uh, older brother, younger brother? Older brother, three years older. So uh, yeah, I saw a lot of tennis and then yeah, I started myself when I was three. I started a little bit playing with my mother. So uh, yeah, from there on, we're right here now. And at what stage did you get the sense, ah, oh, I might be quite good at this? 
Yeah, you, got, you play juniors in Holland and yeah, you win a couple of matches and yeah, you're like one one or two of your age and uh, but still Holland was I think different at the time. We only had like two two players who were top 100 at the moment or at the time. So yeah, you didn't know what it what it was when you was when you were number 1 in Holland. Um, didn't seem quite big. Um, but that now it's I think when you start to play internationally and yeah I didn't play juniors internationally because I had to go to school uh, had to finish high school so yeah I started right away with professional tennis and, and started with the futures and when I started believing in myself that I could make maybe top 100 or better I think we were a couple of years a couple of years back from now like four years ago I really started believing it you said you had to finish high school. I mean, I take it that was a decision that you and your parents took on the basis of what was good for you, because plenty of people leave high school if they think they're going to make it as a tennis player. Yeah, I was still, till I was 18, I was in high school, and, and yeah, my parents thought it was important to, to finish high school and, and yeah, at least have a backup plan if the, if the tennis didn't work out. So. Yeah, I, I felt the same. I felt the same about it, and, and that's why I decided to finish high school. There are a lot of people like, uh, yeah, quitting high school or focusing on tennis directly. But yeah, in Holland, it's 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 most of the times different. I think. What were your best subjects at school? I was good in math, uh, economics. Uh, I think those are the two two things I was really good at. And then you had those four years when you were on the tour, but struggling to make it anywhere near full tour level. Um, were there times when you thought, is this really worth doing? Or did you dream of where you are now? Yeah, especially the first years were tough. Um, when I started, I didn't play, play the whole season, played like maybe 10 tournaments, um, got a little bit sick. So kept me out for a while, and then, yeah, I, I, I was in, I think in half a year or one year, I went from 1,200 to to 300, and then I was out again with an injury, uh, and yeah, you're struggling a little bit for two, two, three years, and then, at one point, you decide from, yeah, from, it has to go better now, and you want to see the improvement, and you're your game has to be better and you want to see some improvement in the rankings and from that year on I went yeah I went from 500 to 200 and then every year so was when was better. that what how old were you I think uh, 2019 if I say correctly or 2018 I think so before the pandemic um, yeah the year before the pandemic uh, the pandemic starts at 2020 so yeah it was the beginning of 2019 was it and what did you go through in terms of your thought process? Did you come close to quitting? Um, yeah, I gave myself one more year. If it, if it wasn't getting better, uh, maybe it's time to, to do something else or yeah, to figure out what I want with life. Um, but yeah, I'm glad the, the year went well and <laughs> yeah. And what did you do to make that year go well? Yeah, I started to, to be yeah more focused on the things outside of the tennis court more professionally with Jim and, and and my physical coach and yeah started to yeah to keep a keep a closer look on my on my food schedule and stuff and 
yeah, also the stretching after matches and the warm up and everything, everything around the tennis had to be had to be better. And was that something you did by yourself? Did you get help on that? Where did it come from? Yeah, I got help from my from my coach back then and from my physical coach back then. Um, but most of the times I went to tournaments, yeah, by myself or with other tennis players uh, until I was 200, and then I travelled more with a coach. And so, what had you done to be in that position that when you got to the U.S. Open last year and had to play eight matches, three qualifying, five main draw, you were in position to do that? Yeah, it was quite uh, quite sensational. I didn't expect it becoming quarterfinal quarterfinal in the U.S. Open before I went to the U.S. Played four challengers, played a lot of tournaments in a row, and played a lot of matches. So I was a little bit tired going into going into the states, and yeah, was was there a week before the qualifying started? So I had one week to prepare and had some tough qualifying matches, and yeah, all all were three sets, all three sets, and yeah, came through all of them, and then struggled a little bit in the first round. And then second round, third were a little bit better. And then in the fourth, I, I had again like a really tough match. So, yeah, I was happy I held it physically. I mean, you could only have played in those eight matches four more sets. If you know, you, you had two five setters, a couple of four setters. Uh, all your qualifiers went to final sets. I mean, you must have been exhausted by the end. Yeah, when I played Medvedev, I felt for the first time I was a little bit tired. Um, tired and yeah when you go on court you're not gonna feel it anymore you just yeah you go with the flow and yeah at the end of the tournament yeah, I took a couple of days off because I was completely completely broken so yeah went went home and and had some rest yeah I needed it and that was your first time ever in America yes first time ever in the States yeah you hadn't even been on holiday as a, as a child no never never was first time first time going there yeah and what did you make of it as a country quite separate from the tennis yeah I only saw New York at the time so yeah I only saw one city um, yeah it's quite nice I think it's uh, I saw it a lot on TV and in the series and, and movies and stuff so I always wanted to go there once and yeah it was was pretty nice I think and and I think like sports is, is so nice there if you play sports in, in the States it's yeah, it's, it's living among the people, I think. And how has life changed for you back home in the Netherlands? I mean, do people recognize you now? Have you been asked to do a lot more media work? They're not recognizing me yet, but uh, yeah, I have to do a lot more media work in, in Holland. And it's, it's, get, it's getting busier when you're, when you're back home. Normally you had some rest and time off when you, when you were at home, but... Sometimes it's even more busy now when you're back home than, than on the tour. There are a lot of players from the Netherlands at the moment. It's perhaps not the greatest era in Dutch tennis. We had the era in the 90s of Krajicek, Kovermans, Elting, Haarhaus, Siemering. But a number of uh, top doubles players in particular. How do you feel that Dutch tennis is doing at the moment? Yeah, I think at the moment we have two, two guys in the top 100. Um, one girl in the top 100. Uh, also some guys and girls coming up, I think, just around uh, the top, yeah, between top 100, top 200. And yeah, a lot of doubles guys in, in Holland. I think we have uh, 
four or five in the top 100. So yeah, for a small country like Holland, I think we're doing quite all right. Um, but yeah, if you compare it to the to the days you mean with Elting, Harais, Krychek, yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit different from from that. Yeah. Do you think you've profited from the legacy of the Krychek, Elting, Harhaus generation? Yeah, I think it's a little bit too far away. Um, I think the guys played 20 years ago, maybe. Krychek won Wimbledon in 96. 96. And the so. doctor in the Davis Cup World Group for the first time in 93. So yeah, it's coming yeah. up in 30 years. Yeah, so it's... Yeah, I think it's a little bit too far away. It's not like when the guys played, we were playing. Um, I was born in 95, so yeah, Krychek won when I was one year old. So. I mean, did you have any Dutch tennis heroes when you were growing up? Schalken or, I don't know, Haaser in the early stages? Um, yeah, so Schalke playing, playing a lot of times. Um, yeah, I think Slu I saw Sluiter playing sometimes. Um, yeah, and then Haase also when I was little. Um, but yeah, he's still playing. So um, I think the age difference is nine, nine years old, nine years, I think or 10. So yeah, I saw a little bit those guys playing, yeah. And how do you get on with the current Dutch generation? Are you good friends with Griekspoor, Van Rijthoven, and anyone else on the tour? Uh, yeah, we, we practice together in Holland. Uh, we have like one national center in Amstelveen. So it's nice, uh, all the good guys are practicing together in Holland. And yeah, I think that's also one reason why we're doing a little bit better at the moment than we did the previous years. And what did you make of Van Rijthoven? Surprised? Yeah, he won in Schettogenbos. Yeah, I was surprised. Uh, I think nobody expected it before the week started. So, uh, yeah, he did an amazing job there. And, yeah, hopefully he can keep on the winning streak. How good do you think he can be? And how good do you think you can be? Yeah, I think he has a great potential to play on the, on the grass, especially on the grass. Um, I don't know how he's going to play on the hard and on the clay. Um, I didn't see him that often play on the on the other services, but yeah, he has a big game, so he can win a lot of he can win against a lot of big guys. Um, if he if he's feeling it during the match, I think he can hit like winners nobody else can. So yeah, I think he has a great future ahead of him. And you? Yeah, I think I proved I I can beat also guys who are ranked higher than me. So yeah, that's that's the. That's the goal I'm working for, to go higher up the rankings and be more consistently. But yeah, because I think I can, I can beat the guys who are higher than me. But the difference between them and me, it's like they win almost every time against the lower guys. Yeah, the r lower rank guys. Um, and yeah, that's, uh, that's still a test for me. And you're now top 30 player. So what's the next goal? Just going up or have you got a number in mind? Uh, yeah, I want to improve my game. That's that's the, yeah for me the important, the most important uh, goal. So yeah, and if you talk about rankings, yeah, maybe I want to be top 25, and yeah, that's the first goal I'm having now. Well, all the very best, and uh, I hope you keep enjoying it. Yeah, thank you. I will.